You're listening to the Epic Event Podcast with B. Carroll Events founder and CEO, Bree Carroll. A show that breaks down how strategic experiences with purpose, impact, and community help you hit your business goals. Now, here she is, Bree. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the B. Carroll Events um, podcast, the official podcast for uh, all things events. I'm excited about this episode because we are going to be talking about money fears. And I think we don't talk about this enough. So we are going to take a little time and unpack this using our favorite tool um, to go deep in um, setting goals and to creating a plan of action, um, which is our care method that's C-A-R-E careful consideration, assess the foundation, reinforce the structure and engage in trust. Um, We love this method as we use it um, in our planning process, but it is really helpful to leverage as a tool to help unpack a situation. Um, And we're going to do it here as it relates to money fears. So let's get right into it. So for the first phase, careful consideration, we are going to look at our money story. What money story um, have we been telling ourselves? Have we been told time and time again? um, What concerns do we have regarding our money fears? Make a list of all of the things. And I mean, take a deep dive, go back and think through um, just when you think about money as it relates to events, like what are the concerns that come up? Oftentimes it's a event budget that concerns them. It's having the unknown happen um, as it relates to um, weather or things having to be redone at the last minute or um, maybe that they won't Uh, get the response that they're looking for, or they won't have conversions as they do their call to action from the stage. But whatever that is for you, right? Write down what is the fear that you have around the money in your event. I like this phase because um, you're really trying to paint the picture and get clear on like, what is the thing that is causing me to be uneasy, right? Um, What is the picture or the the story that I'm playing in my head um, regarding money fears. And I think it's really important to note here that you're not alone. You're not alone. Um, oftentimes people hesitate um, with doing events because they are unsure of what the cost of things are. And I um, love this scripture that talks about counting the cost before you start something, which is why this podcast, I hope can truly be a resource for you to help you better understand the costs that go into events. We'll be talking more about that in um, episodes to come, but I think this is a great time to really assess the cost because oftentimes people want to run out and do events, but they first have not Um, assess the cost of what it will take to do that. Um, Not just what it will take, but also is your business 
um, in a position to front some of those initial costs as you wait to get reimbursed, if you will, via your ticket sales? Or are you able to be in a place where if you broke even for the event, it would be okay? Or if it if you had any, um, I don't want to call them sunk costs, but you could chop that up to marketing or another budgeted item that you maybe have. And I think that is why I think it's powerful that when we provide budgets and, um, or I should say proposals, we will often in, insert a budget, a draft budget, very high level for those who we can hear that they may have some money fears um, around working with us or even really just doing the event in general. We will include a budget um, breakdown to kind of help them understand what costs are potentially um, could come up with their event. So it's very high level. Typically, we talk through, you know, what is the co- the ticket cost that you're interested in having? How many people are you thinking you want to have in the room? We ask where you got that number from, right? So that we can see is that a um, realistic figure or um, if it is just something that is a little lofty, especially if it's like your first event. We want to um, multiply that ticket price by the number of people so that you can see like this is how much I would be bringing in in ticket sales alone. And then we kind of break things down um, by um, finding out the costs for potential venues, how much we do an average of how much it would cost to feed your guests if you're thinking of including meals of any sort in there. Um, We look at costs for if you're bringing in speakers, if there are speaker fees or travel fees, um, having your team on site, are there fees associated with that? Um, We look really give a high level and just say, here are the costs that we can quickly identify. Um, And then we show out of the number of hopeful people that you will have in the room, do we think that you will make a profit off of ticket sales alone? Some events aren't set up that way. Some events they plan on getting the majority of their return based off of the call to action that they have from the stage because you actually get really high returns. Um, uh, re- you actually, um, when you speak from the stage, you are more likely to get people to opt in to a program or a next step when they are riding the high of the event. So some people are looking to kind of break even from ticket sales, but they are profiting off of that call to action that is made from um, the stage. Other people may be setting up their events um, for um, to leverage sponsorship and partnership. Um, that is where they will become profitable. So different strategies based off of what you're doing. And maybe we'll do an episode that kind of breaks that down a little bit more. But as we walk through um, the care method, and we are only on C. So uh, let's move through this. Um, That is phase one. These are the things that you want to think through. You want to determine what that vision of that money fear is really saying. What is that story? And then you want it to count the cost, see what it actually will be. And you can work with a professional 
to kind of help you walk through that. Assess the foundation is the second phase. And I did kind of bleed into this a little bit, but it has to do with what are some um, preconceived notions, some deep seated um, thoughts that you may have around money and events. Um, This may be not just directly towards events, but um, you maybe have always had to um, see people struggle with money. So you feel like if you step out and do something new that you will also struggle, right? So these are these deep seated things, these weeds that are choking out, um, the hope that is in your mind that you'll be profitable, maybe for your event. You definitely need to till that soil and pull those weeds out of there. And you do that by injecting some, some facts, some truth, into um, your thought process, which is kind of why we talked about that budget, right? Let's look at some real numbers. Let's know our numbers so that we can counter the fear, the emotion that we have. I love numbers because they aren't emotional. It is what it is. It adds and equals the way it does when you multiply like that the total is the total like um, it, it's not emotional and I think you can kind of rest on the fact that you have done the work to figure out like what is the truth about um, the things that you have also when it comes to money fears I would also say um, you need to go back to your own receipts how are you were you able to sell a program were you able to do um pr- create some type of success in your revenue like these are are mile markers that you need to note and refer back to whenever you feel like your money fears are creeping back up I know this is something that I definitely do and as I am recording this I actually need to update my brag binder this is something that a coach told me that I needed to do so shout out to Patrice Washington she's a coach and also a client Um, and I love this concept of having the brag binder because you can go back to the receipts and show like I made this sale. I had this revenue month. I hit these milestones. I was able to do the thing and that will help you, um, alleviate these money fears when they try to creep up. Reinforcing the structure, your brag binder definitely can do that. It injects that truth. Um, and, and also I think a budget, it creates boundaries. It creates, um, a safe zone, if you will, to where you feel like you can play in within these parameters, right? Um, so, so that you do not fear some of the unknown. Another thing that I would put in reinforcing the, um, structure is also creating a contingency. Typically I like to see around 10 to 15% of your budget just be in contingency because last minute items do pop up additions and things and oftentimes I don't show it so that the client can see it because some clients they really feel like you know oh this is extra uh, money that I can do things with and I really want to keep it as a contingency to safeguard anything that comes up if we have not used the contingency There are times when I do like to sprinkle in some extras that they were not even expecting because it's always fun, especially as we take care of our clients. 
Um, they are worried about taking care of the people who will be in the room, but they also need to enjoy the experience, which is why they hire us to come alongside their team. So those little extras um, that we can sprinkle in to bring uh, some joy into their experience, even as they walk into the door, um, is really exciting when you are set up with those boundaries called a budget. In the last phase, E, engage and trust. You've done the work. You've done your due diligence. You sought out an expert to kind of help guide you. You've done some budget management, some projections. You know your numbers. Listen, it is time for you to make the decision. You can choose to stay in fear or you can step out on the truth of and and the understanding that you have trust the process and that you are going to walk it out. And let me tell you, if you are an entrepreneur out there, if you are a business owner, if you are leading a team, things happen. Absolutely, I am not going to sit here and act as if things do not come up and things do not happen. Life happens. Listen, I'm in the events industry and the world shut down for darn near two years um, via a pandemic. So I definitely understand that. But there are ways that you can get scrappy and creative and not call count it all a loss. And especially, especially in times like that, it is great to have an expert on your side who is going to be negotiating and serving you working on your behalf. So um, as we wrap up this episode regarding your money fears, I hope that this episode helped you think through the care method and really overcome um, any hesitations or fears that you had regarding your event money, your event budget or money concerns. So until next time, um, do the care method. I'd love to see you kind of share any takeaway that you had from this episode. You know, we like to play at B Carol events on Instagram. Feel free to connect with us there um, and we will see you the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Epic Event Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop a review or share with a friend. This has been a B. Carol Events Podcast. For more, head to www.bcarolevents.com slash podcast.